This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, friends. Welcome to Loving Animals, the podcast where we discuss everything affecting our furry, fluffy, finned, or feathered friends. This week, we're sharing one of our favorite episodes from the archives, a very special interview with actress, model, and animal lover Denise Richards. Denise works to help rescue animals that would otherwise be killed in shelters by transporting them to a no-kill sanctuary. Truly amazing work. We're so excited that we get to hear today from Denise. So stay tuned after this quick break, and you'll be listening to Loving Animals with your host, yours truly, Robin Ganser. Stay tuned. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Loving Animals. This is your host, Robin Gansert. We're so thrilled today to have one of my favorite actresses on and one of my favorite animal lovers, Denise Richards. Denise, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so thrilled to have you. I know so many of our listeners today have have seen you and all of your wonderful work. I love you as the Bond girl, Christmas Jones and the World is Not Enough with Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) I mean, that's an incredible, incredible movie. But of course, uh, you've done so many things uh, throughout your career, which is just so wonderful. And I just think that so many people don't know about your love for animals. Can you share with us, when did you fall in love with animals? Ever since I was little. If there was a stray dog in the neighborhood, it would find me. (laughs) I would find the dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And other animals, too. I've just, I, I don't, I've just always have had an enormous amount of love for animals and feel that we need to be their voice. They're helpless, and it's our responsibility to be there for them and and help them and take care of them and honor and respect them. I think I read somewhere, Denise, where when you were growing up with your family, you'd go on camping trips and uh, you would uh, see stray animals. How was that for you to see an animal that was a stray, especially being so young? Yeah, it was was very hard because we weren't able to take them. Mm -hmm. You know, I would always ask my parents if we could take the dog home that you could tell didn't, didn't have a home anymore and so it's hard for me and maybe that's part of where my as an adult now being able to give back and, and help more growing up we always had a dog and my mom and dad would always rescue the dog too usually from a situation that was abused or neglected but yeah no as in a growing up and having to uh wonder what's happening to that dog that would be left behind had always I think, had an effect on me. 
I bet. I bet. You know, we see so much work, uh, you know, with the animals that are left behind, that have been abused or neglected. And, you know, it's, it's, I always remember their faces and I always wonder how they got there, how they got in that situation. And, uh, I'm sure you thought about that too. And especially at a young age, it stays with us, I think, the rest of our lives. I think so because, I mean, obviously it's, I just love animals. And I think that growing up and, Things that obviously had an effect on me, and now I've done so much work with the shelters and seeing the um, the situation with so many animals that don't have homes. You know, I, it's just something that's in me that I want to be able to help and do as much as I can and help educate other people that aren't aware of certain situations. Absolutely. You know, you have two beautiful daughters, Sammy and Lola, and they're just gorgeous, by the way. Do they share that love of animals? I Eloise oh. as well, and she's a oh. huge animal lover, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. So so tell us about your girls and how you introduced them to their first animal. They were born into it. <laughs> <laughs> I had dogs for kids, so mm-hmm. that's all they know. And I'm very lucky because I suppose, you know, some kids could still grow up with a dog in their home or cats or bunnies or whatever they have and not love them. But my girls are huge, huge animal lovers and they actively, whenever I'm volunteering at the shelter or various events, they're there with me helping. They want to and they are want to give back and are very compassionate towards animals as well. Oh, that's great. Tell me, how many animals do you have right now with, with your precious girls at home? Well, right now we're also fostering some some litters. We have a litter that's ready to be adopted out. We have also two puppies. Their mom, unfortunately, had passed away, and mm. so we've had to bottle feed them. Oh, um, wow. So, you know, it, it varies depending on who's, <laughs> who's there that we're helping and nursing them back to health. And, you know, we've, I have a, a tendency, I gravitate towards the dogs that are seniors, or need extra medical attention or, you know, have had broken various bones and things like that and will get them as much help and care as I can and fix them up. But especially the seniors, I have a soft spot for. There have been situations where, you know, a 21-year-old dog or a 17-year-old dog is dropped off at the shelter and I just can't fathom having, after 17 years or 21 years, that's how they they end their life and so we've adopted quite a few of those and you know and it's nice to be able to give them as much love as possible while they're uh Mm -hmm. as long as they're here for i did not know your love for senior dogs i think those dogs have been oh oh, so neglected in shelters and i do hate to think that that's where they're going to end up and on their final days after you know giving us so much love in their lives Uh, so i so love that you do the work with the senior dogs do you have a senior dog with you right now so much they are I just say you know have been through so much and I just couldn't imagine that, that abandonment and and a lot of people don't realize that animals do have feelings and they give so much back to us too oh boy do they ever your girls are really lucky to have you as the mother <laughs> their example of oh, someone who you. loves animals so much I mean how thank lucky you. <laughs> I wish all kiddos were raised by parents who love animals because I do think having animals in our lives makes us better humans. I agree. I think children, all children should be raised with, if you're not able to have an animal in your house, at least the awareness of an animal because I definitely think it makes children more compassionate and nurturing and kinder and, you know, better people for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you have two puppies right now with mom's past, and you've had to bottle feed them. Wow. Yeah, those we had to bottle feed, and then we have a litter that's all good and healthy. They're ready to be adopted out as well. But we, you know, we love to foster, and we have a lot of experience with the the bottle feeding. So if there's an issue with the the mom, you know, I'm gladly able to help. (laughs) It's like having babies. (laughs) It's wonderful. You have to feed them every two hours. (laughs) You do, and I don't think people realize bottle feeding, it's a lot of work. It's 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 a a tremendous commitment. You have to have the right temperature, and you have to weigh them. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And people don't know that I had to foster a litter of kittens one year, and that was that was a lot of work. I mean, you have eight kittens running around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot to do. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's so worth it when they can make it. Yeah. When you were growing up, was there one special dog or one special animal that really touched your heart? Yeah, there's actually quite a few. I mean, there was this black lab that I remember so vividly on a camping trip, and he was just so sweet, such an older lab, and, and that one was, he was hard to go, to go and see him, you know, left behind, mm. you know, I, so I think he sticks out the most from when I was a kid. Black labs, so beautiful, aren't they? And, you know, I just, I see their eyes, and I just, you know, think, what are they thinking? They're so precious. You know, my sister is the, a very, she doesn't do the work that I do, and her family just now got two dogs, which mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. took a long time. So I don't know what happened when we were raised in the same household, <laughs> why, <laughs> why I was, you know, such an advocate, and it's taken a long time for us to convince her to even get a dog in her house. Wow, wow, but she finally yeah. got one, so was she loving it? Yeah, they got, she promised her two boys, and they got these two pugs, and they're really cute. Oh, good. I'm so glad for her. I mean, the whole family will love that, as you yeah, know. Yeah, they really are awesome. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Well, do your precious girls come up to you and ask for something like a, a horse or a pony? or a, a... They do ride. They actually ride horses, so we have those, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's wonderful. Yeah, they they ride, and they're, um, like I said, we're, I honestly, I could, I would love to live on a farm one day. <laughs> I'd be so happy. Oh, my goodness. Well, I've had a farm in North Carolina, and I tell you, raising the kids near animals, there's nothing better than that. But it sounds like there's a lot of animals at your home right now where your girls are really benefiting from. Yes. <laughs> And if there aren't, we go somewhere where there is. <laughs> That's great. That's great. You know, Denise, I know our uh, our listeners would love to hear more about your vision for a farm with a sanctuary and uh, would also love to hear more about your work with the incredible group Best Friends and the transport operations where we get animals out of high care shelters into their facilities to have a, a better chance at finding a forever loving home. Uh, I'd love to have you share those stories with our listeners right after this brief break we'll be we'll be right back with denise richards we'll be right back right after these messages stay tuned does your dog itch scratch stink or shed like crazy come to dynavite for help order a 90-day supply of dynavite dynavite is nutrition pick up two bottles of liquor chops get the third bottle Free. New improved Lycochops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lycochops. Buy two, get one free. At Dinovite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet <laughs> 
Well, welcome back to Loving Animals, and this week's episode, we're so thrilled to have the beautiful Denise Richards with us. And not only is Denise so beautiful, she is also an incredible mother who inspires her girls with the love for animals. And I just love learning more about her precious daughters and all of the rescue work she does right out of her home. Denise, welcome back. And uh, as we were getting ready to go for the commercial break, you talked about your vision for having a farm and a sanctuary for animals. Can you share with us what you would love to see come true? I would definitely love to have a sanctuary and something that my mom and I had talked about years ago one day wanting to to have that and it would be that's like a huge dream for me to have be able to have a huge piece of property where I could be able to have as many as I can to help out and get you know many of them adopted out and but I also work with Best Friends Animal Sanctuary and they are based out of Utah they have two um, centers also in Los Angeles and have been actively involved with them for many many years have done their transport which is where we would go into the shelter and take 30 to 50 dogs out that were going to be um, euthanized and they would be transported to different humane societies they'd also be going to Utah many foster families would also take some as well and uh, thousands have been rescued through just best friends alone with doing all their transports and, and taking a lot of the dogs out that would uh, otherwise, you know, have to be unfortunately um, put down. So I've done a lot of stuff for them, and they also do several events a year, mm-hmm. um, raising awareness for adoption and doing different programs, helping people to be able to adopt their dogs and and cats as well. But, yeah, no, they, they've done a tremendous amount of educating, I think, the, raising the awareness of the the problem with so many animals are having to be, um, you know, they're put down because there's just a lot of uh, too many that don't have homes. And also uh, trying to encourage people to adopt instead of shopping. So that's been a big part of their campaign, too. And I've had a wonderful experience working with them and continue to do so. That's wonderful. I think one of their programs that I just love is what you described, the Pup My Ride program, which I think is such a great name, (laughs) which is the dog transport. Oh, so talk to me about going into the shelters and what you've seen, because I know you've been, you spent years going into these shelters and helping best friends and other groups save thousands of dogs. Talk to me about what you see when you go into a shelter today in Los Angeles. Well, first, when I before I started that program, I was help doing stuff for events and things, and then I had talked to them and asked them, saying that I want to really volunteer doing like the hands-on and physically helping the animals. And so they had me start going to their transports, and the very first time I went, it was extremely hard to go. It's not in the best area, and it's a very intimidating environment walking into seeing hundreds of dogs, and it was heartbreaking because. You can't take all of them out of there and knowing that, you know, many unfortunately will be put down. So that was extremely eye-opening for me. And also it's all good to be there to help, but it's hard. It's hard to see, you know, a lot of the dogs that are there and the reasons why. And a lot of them are so neglected, but it's, you know, wonderful that Best Friends and there are other organizations and rescue groups that also go in there and do transports as well and go in there and help out. And we'd get there about 7 in the morning before the shelter would open, and we're there about four hours, and take out the dogs. We walk them. We get them, you know, water. We get them some exercise, and then we load them up in a very large, very air-conditioned vehicle where they go on, a, you know, a journey. And they're wherever they're at, they're there until they are adopted. 
So a no-kill shelter, which is wonderful. Yes. That's fantastic. So when they get pulled out, they're going to really have a chance for a forever loving home. Yes, they do. I can't imagine. wonderful, the work that they do. Absolutely. So have you actually been to their Utah facility at Best Friends? Uh, We're making a trip out there. I'm taking my girls, and we're going to actually stay out there for a few days. Oh, wonderful. Um, And uh, Yeah. So I'm very excited. That's one of the best mother-daughter trips I think you can ever imagine, is to (laughs) spend a few days. Yeah, I can't wait. And they're very excited, too. They've been wanting to go for a while. So we're definitely going to make a trip out there. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Is that going to be part of your summer vacation plans? We're trying to work it in the summer or early fall. Oh, oh, wow. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's going to be life-changing so for the girls. Excited. I am so proud of them and so glad that they they share the love, too, and how nurturing they are. And, they're you know, it's nice to see that they're very compassionate. Mm-hmm. And you said they ride horses, too. And do they have cats and uh, going running around with those dogs at your home? Yes, my daughter, uh, you know, she, my one daughter is such a cat lover. And so she's, they've come and helped me at the shelter too, even when we're not doing a transport and they're there cleaning the cages out and things like that. And there's tons of uh, kittens and cats and she rescued a few of the kittens and that there are now cats. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I know they run around. (laughs) I love it. We have a very, uh, our house is full of life. (laughs) I love it. Well, I read somewhere, Denise, where when you remodeled uh, your home that you actually created a a doghouse specially made and that I... I uh, did. Tell us about that special doghouse that is the envy of all your neighbors, I understand. It's a, um, thank you, I converted my garage into a, uh, like a doggy daycare hotel type thing, (laughs) Um, but I wanted it very comfortable for them and it's... You know, it's attached to our house. It's got heating and air and everything. Um, And I've got some dog runs attached to it as well. And it's just been, you know, really great to have it. And it's helpful when if some of the dogs have to have surgeries or something. It looks like mini stalls in the dog room. And they have um, beds and everything in there. And at night, a lot of them will sleep in there. Or if they're recovering from any surgeries, they, they can have a quiet area to stay. Oh, my goodness. I just think that's outstanding that you've really built <laughs> like like a rehab facility for these animals, yeah, too, you no, know? Much <laughs> it's like yeah. It's like a hospital, you know. I know. <laughs> I think that's outstanding. It's such a devotion that you Thank have you. that you've really put into practice. And as a, as a mom, I have to say I'm so just, uh, I just think it's wonderful that you're raising your daughters with this love for animals as being a, a highlight. Oh, just, thank you. I, I, like I said, I think it's important for children. And, and um, you know, there's been a lot of studies with kids with animals that become kinder to each other, which is very helpful at school. So I think it's important for all kids to be around animals. Mm-hmm. In fact, Denise, we created last year, uh, after celebrating 100 years of kindness in Be Kind to Animals Week, which we created a way back when, we launched a new website with all sorts of wonderful teaching materials for kiddos. And what I love, it also involves an interactive pledge. So the kids, when they go on this website, they sign a pledge of be kind to animals in all areas in our lives. And I think it reminds us that our dogs and cats are important, but also mm-hmm. animals like giraffes and elephants are important and farm animals are important. And teaching kids just that compassion and kindness is, I think, what can make a difference in society today. Absolutely. That, the pledge is amazing. Kindness100.org. And I'd love for your girls to send me some feedback back after they look at that website. 
I definitely will. I think that's great that you have that. Wonderful. It's it's fun. And uh, I, I love, uh, we even have little coloring books that kids can download and all sorts of uh, fun exercises. Uh, one thing about chickens that I think is just hilarious is the kids count the chickens and the eggs. <laughs> so it's fun. We can't forget Aww. the chickens when we, you know, when we think about all yeah. the work with animals. Well, Denise, I have to just ask you, you've, I'm, first of all, I didn't know about your love for senior dogs. So thank you for sharing that with our listeners. And that's oh, so sure. important. Any thoughts for our listeners about how they can get involved and get engaged? I mean, you've built a dog house that's like a hotel for, you know, animals recovering. You have such a great, incredible rescue work that you do from transports and getting your girls out to work in the shelters tune. What advice would you give for our listeners who are looking at their own hometowns and how they can make a difference for animals? I think even just checking in with your local shelter, and they have a lot of volunteer programs and being able to you know, those, the dogs that are at the shelter, they they don't get a lot of nurturing and a lot of love. And if you can take the time to go to rescue organizations or the shelters, if you have any old blankets or sheets or towels or dog food, cat food, the shelters are definitely a need for a lot of those things. My daughter had a birthday party in lieu of gifts. She had kids donate stuff that she could bring to the shelter and stuff that we think that we might throw out. You know, we don't need anymore. It could be useful there. But, you know, to even walking the dogs there, helping, giving them any kind of love, you know, trying to help out with any um, adoptions that they have, it's not, they definitely need a lot of volunteers. So if people are wanting to do something but not know where to start, I would call your local shelters or any rescue organizations in your area. That's such good, valuable advice. And, you know, people, they don't think about their towels. They just clean them out and all of that. But those are so important for shelters, towels and sheets and all sorts of things like that that we just uh, maybe toss and uh, they could be so helpful for animals. I love that. Great advice. Yeah, they definitely are in need of many, many of those things. And have you ever thought about uh, coming back to our Hero Dog Awards. We would love to have you back this September 16th. I am actually coming back in September. (laughs) Yay! I'm so thrilled. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm very excited. Well, what are your fondest memories of the Hero Dog Awards? Because it's my favorite night every year, but what was your memory of it? Oh, well, just to be part of the whole event, but first, I met Betty White that night, which I was beyond thrilled. Mm -hmm. And really seeing all of the dogs that were there and it's actually very um it's so heartwarming the whole event it's just a beautiful night and to see the dogs and the people all being honored i think it's such a lovely wonderful event well thank you and i hope you'll bring your girls this year and we'll definitely put them I'm, right I with the hero dogs the older girls yeah they want to go oh wonderful well, we'll make sure they have a, a spectacular time and put you with hero dog mango in fact we uh, uh we love a therapy dog mango uh, sponsored by chicken soup for the soul last year in our therapy dog category and mango has the cutest little outfits and she's in her wheelchair and you know, she was paralyzed, left on the side of the road. A rescue group uh, and shelter group took care of her, and then she was adopted Aww. by a, a veteran. And today, I just love their stories because they go out and yeah. with other wounded warriors, and this dog in a wheelchair is able to share the message of keeping the faith, uh, and our wounded warriors need to hear that. Oh, so amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so fantastic. It's mm-hmm. really it's so heartwarming hearing stories like that. And, it's and we'll have sad. a whole other round of great stories like Mango to <laughs> celebrate with you on September 16th in uh, Beverly Hills. I'm so glad you can join us. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> 
Well, any final words of advice for our, our listeners about uh, loving animals? I still think that if, you know, try and volunteer if you can, if you have a love for animals and if you have any free time, it's, uh, they need all the help that they can get. It's wonderful, Denise. Well, thank we you have so much. be their voice. <laughs> we have to be their voice and you're a great voice for the animals, Denise. So thank, thank you for you. all you do. And I hope you and your daughters get out to Utah soon and enjoy that beautiful Best Friends Animal Sanctuary and help save thank you so much. more animals. Well, thank you for being with us. Friends, I don't know about you, but I am feeling so inspired after this episode. How incredible is it that Denise is working to help animals in harm's way? And the way she works is to instill the love of animals in her kiddos. As a mother, hearing that just so touched my heart. Children are the future, and it's so important to raise the next generation of conservationists and animal lovers. As you go about your week, I encourage you to do one small act to improve the life of an animal. When you volunteer at a shelter, become a foster parent of an animal in need, or support one of your favorite animal organizations, whatever you choose. I hope you're out there loving animals just as I am. See you next week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.